Blog Talk Radio. I'm not the kind of person who says, I told you so, because hashtag humility. But a few weeks ago, I warned you that don't believe the media when they're getting all excited and then really amped up here about this dropping the mother of all bombs in Afghanistan. This massive non-nuclear bomb, in fact, the biggest non-nuclear bomb that we had, we dropped it in Afghanistan to kill some of the Taliban and break up some of their tunnels and all this. And the media was going crazy. Oh, this is wonderful. This is terrific. Oh, the mother of all bombs. This is great. This means we're winning. This is a good thing. And I, everyone in the media was doing this. All the, the consultants, all the panelists, everybody was going, oh, this is wonderful. This is, this will show them. This will put the fear of God in them. There was one person on this earth that I'm aware of who was warning you that, no, 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 no. This is not something to be cheered about. This is not a sign of success. This is a sign of failure. That one person, of course, is, well, me. Now, why did I say that? I said, because it's very simple. If our policies, if our strategies, if our tactics were working in Afghanistan, which, by the way, is America's longest running war. It's actually longer than the Vietnam War, and there's no end in sight. The only difference between Afghanistan and Vietnam is that the sand is drier in Afghanistan, where there's a quagmire in Vietnam. In Afghanistan, it's more like a sand and rocks and all that kind of stuff. But essentially, it's the same thing. I warned you then, when everybody else was losing their minds, how wonderful this was. Oh, the mother of all bombs. This will show them. This will scare the crap out of them and all that. I said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. This is a sign of failure. This is a terrible sign of failure. This is a warning to America that we are losing, not winning. And people thought, of course, I was nuts. Oh, what do you know? You don't know anything, Dimitri. Well, I may not know much, admittedly, but I knew that. And the answer is really simple. I said, if our policies were working, if our strategies were working, if our tactics were working, why on earth would we want to escalate the war? Why would we want to do something different, something as dramatic as that? I mean, increasing the scale by, you know, God knows what, what, what factor. Dropping the biggest non-nuclear bomb that we had into Afghanistan. We ended up killing out about 100, 150, whatever, Taliban and destroying tunnels. And it's like, mm, okay, fine, whatever. If our policies were working, if we were winning in Afghanistan, there'd be no need to escalate. It, it would be self-evident. Well, we're winning, so why on earth would we want to you know, do something different and, and amp it up and all that kind of stuff? It makes no sense. It made no sense to me then, even though everybody else is going, oh, this is wonderful, this is terrific, yeah, we'll show them. And it makes no sense now. And now, here's the latest regarding Afghanistan, the Afghanistan war, the never-ending Afghanistan war. They, um, the military is now saying to President Trump that we need to increase the number of boots on the ground, which is a nice way of saying more soldiers, more military people in Afghanistan by at least 3,000, maybe 3,500, whatever. And that's what we're going to need because that's what, that's what it's going to take to win because Obama, he wasn't committed to winning and Bush wasn't really committed to winning before him and blah, blah, blah. You know, who, who the hell cares what they were saying? Bottom line is this. If we were winning in Afghanistan, as I predicted, we never would have needed to use this massive bomb, the mother of all bombs. And if that had worked, 
why on earth is the military saying we need more troops, we need more troops, we need more troops? Now, President Trump has not decided yet if he's going to increase the number of troops in Afghanistan. He's got until the end of May, I think, to make that decision. But the point here is, I hate to say it, but there's no win in Afghanistan. Just like there was no win in Vietnam. Yes, militarily, we'll win every major battle. There's no question about it. We're the United States. We've got the best soldiers. We've got the best weapons. We've got the best equipment. We've got the best everything. We're going to win every battle, as we did in Vietnam, by the way. Little known fact, uh, the military won every major battle in Vietnam. Everyone, including the Tet Offensive. It was a military disaster for the Viet Cong and the you know, North Vietnamese. Politically, though, they, they actually won with that thing, with the help of our you know, U.S., um, you know, actually, not our, with our with our media here but the bottom line is bottom line is military is going to win every major battle because we've got the firepower we've got the everything but that is not enough that is nowhere near enough to pacify afghanistan because afghanistan is like vietnam and 101 other hellholes it's whack-a-mole you're playing whack-a-mole with a bunch of poorly trained poorly equipped but motivated fighters who are going to do whatever they can to make your life miserable. They know they can't fight you on a battlefield because they're going to get obliterated. They get that. They're not stupid people, but they are committed people, and they're willing to risk their lives, and they're willing to continually make life miserable for you there to, to just wait you out. Afghanistan is the classic example of that. Look at what they did when the English went in there, when England was like the world's power. Look at what they did to the Soviet Union, another nuclear country, an army that has nuclear weapons. The Soviets sent in roughly 100,000, the high point in any one time was like 100, 120,000 some odd troops to, in Afghanistan. And overall, they had like 600,000 troops in Afghanistan over a period of time, cumulatively. And they ended up leaving as well because you cannot pacify this country. You cannot control it. The best you can do is win the battles, but that's not good enough because you've got an enemy that will never concede, that will never throw in their guns and go, okay, fine, we'll just do whatever you tell us. They're not like that. The Vietnamese weren't like that. And many of the countries in the Middle East, where we are now, aren't like that. It's playing whack-a-mole. And it's amazing to me. There's this film that I think everyone in the uh, Trump administration, and in fact, the Bush administration should have seen, and also the... Um, the Obama administration should have seen this film that was a cautionary tale about why we should not be in Afghanistan other than going in there initially to, to get the Taliban out, which we did in a matter of a few days because they were helping Osama bin Laden. But then to stay, the problem is they stay and then, oh, we can we can educate these stupid people who live on rocks and all this kind of stuff. We'll show them Western ways. They're Afghan. They're 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 useless. The film that everybody should see is Charlie Wilson's War. Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, and uh, Philip Hoffman, Seymour, Seymour Hoffman, whatever. The great actor, great actor. In fact, he played the role of a guy from Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, right outside of Pittsburgh, a guy named Gust something or other, some crazy Greek guy. It was a wonderful role, fantastic, wonderful role. Anyway, the whole thing with Charlie Wilson's War, by the way, 60 Minutes actually did a piece on Congressman Charlie Wilson, the actual real guy who did this, 
uh, he was funding, using American uh, resources to fund the Mujahideen, which were then the good guys in Afghanistan, even though they were devout Muslims who hated Westerners and all that, but they were our guys. So they were okay, the Mujahideen. Well, and what happened? Uh, We ended up funding them and they had enough firepower to make life miserable for the Soviet Union occupation troops. They didn't win any battles, but they shot down enough helicopters. They killed just enough people and they, they, they drained the energy out of the Soviet Union, the Soviet army. The Soviet army, try to wrap your mind around this. this you know, the Soviet Union is right next to Afghanistan. They just marched right in. It's very easy to march into Afghanistan, very hard to march out. Let me tell you, I think only Alexander the Great was able to do that. So Charlie Wilson's war is this cautionary tale about how all the problems that there are with coming into Afghanistan and trying to control it. You cannot control these people. It's a pile of rocks, and these people are peasants who live in the 7th century, but they're not stupid, and they hate foreigners, and they'll do whatever they can. doesn't matter who the foreigner is. To get them the hell out of their, their, their hellhole. That's Afghanistan. That's who they are. All right. Now you've got the Bush, excuse me, not the Bush administration, but the Trump administration. You've got the military saying, we need about 3,000 more troops. That'll do the job because the Taliban are starting to win again. Again, this is America's longest war. This is longer than Vietnam, for heaven's sakes, with no end in sight. Find me one human, one human, even in the administration, who can say, what the goal is, I mean, realistically, what is the goal and when can we expect this goal in Afghanistan? There's no end in sight. It's like Vietnam. There's no end in sight. We're trying to pacify a land that is massive, that has, it is full of people who hate all foreigners and who have a history of winning because they wait them out. They wait them out. And all we're doing is playing whack. Now, whatever you might think of um, President Obama, former President Obama, the idea that he was not committed to winning in Afghanistan. That's, the, that's what the folks in the, inside the Beltway are saying. And maybe they were right, I don't know. But everybody is saying that, oh, President Bush, he was committed to winning in Afghanistan. He was committed. Okay, fine. So Bush was committed to winning in Afghanistan, and Obama was not committed to winning in Afghanistan. Fine. How did it work out for either one? Did either one win? No, of course not. We're still there. We're still talking about this. And a lot of people don't know that at the height of the involvement in Afghanistan, military involvement during the Obama administration, you know how many troops we had there? 100,000. 100,000 troops, military personnel, military personnel we had in Afghanistan. Now we're down to like 4,000, 5,000. Well, now, you might say, oh, well, there's proof that Obama wasn't interested in winning. Well, we had 100,000, and we couldn't win then. We had George Bush before that. You know, everybody's saying, oh, bloodthirsty, crazy person. He wants to go to war and all that. Fine. Okay. He couldn't win either. And now we're going to add 3,000 more troops maybe, and that'll do it. That'll, that'll turn it around. That'll do it. No, it's not going to do it. Just like the mother of all bombs is not going to do it. None of it is going to do it. Learn your history. Obama had 100,000 Americans in Afghanistan at the height of this thing. Couldn't do it. Bush had everything going for him, even after right after 9-11 and all that. He couldn't do it. What makes you think that any president, whether you love or hate Trump, it doesn't matter. 
Whether you love or hate Obama, doesn't matter. Whether you love or hate Bush, doesn't matter. What makes you think you're going to do this? You've got to watch Charlie Wilson's war. There's the lesson in there. There it is. Nothing is going to change with these people. Nothing is going to change with our policies. Nothing is going to change. This is Vietnam all over again. And the same thing is with Vietnam. We never could get the Vietnamese government, South Vietnamese government, to be solid, to have troops that would do their own fighting. After all these years, do you hear anything about, oh, the Afghan army is defeating the Taliban? No, nothing. It's always us going after the Taliban and the Taliban going after us. It never ends. We have got to get out of there. Oh, my God. I I heard this story today, and I'm losing my mind. It's like, has no one seen Charlie Wilson's war? Has no one learned the lessons here? This thing never ends. This is whack-a-mole played among rocks with people who hate us, who go back centuries in in getting rid of people who have invaded their stupid country. It's so frustrating. And nothing's going to change. Just nothing is going to change. But I did warn you weeks or months ago, however long it's been now, about the mother of all bombs. Oh, yeah, this will show them. This will teach them. I said, no, it's a sign of failure. It's a sign of failure. And now, okay, if the mother of all bombs was a big success, then why is the army now saying, uh, military saying, well, we need thousands, thousands more troops. Why do we need thousands more troops? We just dropped the mother of all bombs. Folks, this is another sign of failure. We have got to learn our lessons from history. And if nothing else, just watch Charlie Wilson's war. That will show you. I'm Dimitri, the lovable libertarian, trademark, service mark, copyright, patent penning. Don't steal it. Here at the intersection of freedom and fun. Trademark, service mark, copyright, patent penning. Don't steal that either. I stream live 9 a.m. Eastern time on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, my producer. Uh, On Blog Talk Radio and on Facebook Live. Please share this with everyone. Please let them know. Nobody else is talking about this. Nobody else talked about how the bomb that we dropped was a sign of failure. No one else is talking about how needing more troops is a sign of failure. Nobody is talking about we need to learn the lessons of Charlie Wilson's war. We have got to get out of there. There's no end in sight. The madness, the militarism, it continues. And there's it just how many more people have to die? How many more wounded warriors do we have to have? How much more money? $24 $24 billion annually that we're spending. That's enough for uh, Trump's wall along the Mexican border every year. $24 billion and nothing to show for it. Nothing. This is madness. It has got to end. Dimitri, the lovable libertarian, please spread the word. Please share this with everyone and have a great day.